This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. How's everything going? Oh, things are good on my end, John. And yours? Oh, not too bad. What do you got on tap for us tonight? All right. Tonight is something that, um, it's a series I've been reading for a couple of years now that's finally reached its end. It's called um, Letter 44. It's by my favorite ruthlessly competent um, comic writer, Charles Soule, and um, artist um, Albert, Alberto Jimenez Albuquerque. Now, before I get into it, the series has a uh, killer um, high-concept premise. Basically, it takes place in a uh, like in, so in present-day um, United States, where the current president, um, Stephen Blades, like has been just been elected, and he's received a letter from his predecessor, um, President Francis Carroll. And um, it's like it's you know the and while you expect like hey, it's like you know he's telling like that Carroll has this like you know. Like, it's just, like, um, sending him this letter of, like, you know, well wishes and advice about this, about the um, job at hand. Well, no. The letter um, Carol sends, um, sends to Blades basically tells him that aliens have been discovered, like, in the, in the asteroid belt between Mar- Mars and Jupiter. That they have sent, that we have sent out a, uh, it's like, a um, crew, crew of um, scientists. Uh, a scientists and astronauts in order to scientists and military people in order to um, determine what their their presence is here. So it's you know it's like and um, but the thing is though it's like that as in the as the series presents itself you know Blades is very much um, not Obama and Carol is basically very much um, not W, but he's not W but he's also got a lot of his um, dad mixed in. It's in his um, visual presentation. It's like in family history as well. So there's like that kind of um, that kind of playfulness right there, and um, it's like it's it's basically and um it's basically um soul kind of re- reconfiguring like the uh, like all like a lot of the stuff for the um for the Bush era. It's like as like the war like the wars. It's like and everything as basically being like um means to get get us prepared for a, for a potential alien. Like alien invasion and all, and it's like, and then also then his his um successor on um, is having to deal with the uh, like um the fallout of these like of these decisions and what to do with everything that he's inherited from this um previous administration. Now, it's like I've been writing about this series like as the volumes have come out for a while, and um, it's like it's, and I mentioned that you know it's like there it's been kind of like the like the uh. Like the it's been entertainingly crazy, if nothing else. It's kind of like um colored my opinion of um Soul's creative, um a creator own projects as being like you know like he can he can be um he's got like a like I said a ruthless competence, basically looking at um like basically calculating you know what the characters like when it comes to his um his superhero comics like he's got a good understanding of what the character what the established versions of the characters he's writing like are and then writing stories that you know configure to um that interpretation of those those characters like be it x-men or swamp thing you know whatever um but he's but um considering like you know letter 44 like this is where he saves like the craziness of his of his ideas where i like, killed just like you know like throughout all sorts of like, really like i really insane ideas whether or not they're good or anything but in order to keep you entertained. Now, I've also brought up, um, you know, the idea of soap opera in the, uh, like in talking about letter 44, like on, on my blog as well. Now, 
there's good soap opera and there's bad soap opera. Good soap opera basically um, does you know, like throwing you of of throwing at throwing out like um interesting um plot complications like at a at a, rel- at a relatively um like city clip in order to keep you enter- entertained. But these um these um plot twists still have to be um, maintained within like within like relative logic. I mean it's like I mean it's like in the case of um like letter letter forty four, it's like, you know, the bits I mean like the op- like this opening bit can be considered like um good good soap opera in the sense that, you know, it's like, hey, it turns out the reason like the reason why um Carol got us involved in like these war- these wars in the Middle East was to um give us like lots of um r- battle ready soldiers when like when the aliens came to attack us. Okay. And um he's also um funneling all the money he got from these invasions into a um like a secret like um secret budget to give us like lots of like cool um Star Wars military tech as well. It's like, oh, but also it turns out that um Carol like wasn't quite able to give a give up his um give up his you know being a president and um he's like kinda like one running his own like 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 his own like secret conspiracy in order to like ensnare European like um European nations and Russia in order to um in order to keep getting us ready for the for the US even as um Blades, um tries to um bring an end to the wars that um that Carol got us into and it eventually leads to World War Three. So yeah, that kind of that kind of craziness, like it's ridiculous, but at least there's like a semblance of logic there, and that's that's what I think is qualifies as, this as as good soap opera. All the stuff that takes place on Earth generally qualifies in Letter Forty Four generally qualifies as good soap opera. Then you get to the uh, stuff on um, it's like like involving the at the uh, scientists and military personnel like on the uh, ship that's been sent to um, like, find out what the aliens are up to. And that shit is bad soap opera. To the point where it's like, you know, I mentioned this, like, my original review of this series. Like, you mean, it's like, like when um, one of the, when um, we're introduced to, like, the cast up there and we find out that one of them is pregnant. And so, like, you know, why? Okay. Why would you bring a kid into this situation? And yeah, it's like the uh, story does jumps through all sorts of hoops in order to justify. Oh well, how the uh, how the people who like crew who are playing the crew of the uh, the Clark, which is the name of the ship, and it's a nice nod to um, Arthur Clark, um, writer of the original two thousand and one story. Um, it's and um, but at the same time, though, like, you know, why would you bring? It's like a uh, like a kid into the situation. I mean, pack lots of contraceptives. I mean, sure, like people are gonna have sex up there, but bring contraceptives. God damn it, you don't need to bring a kid into this into the situation. And, and yes, the kid does kind want eventually want it being plot relevant in some really ridiculous ways, and especially in the post, like the pro, the um in the epilogue as well. But uh, it's. But the, uh, but the the uh, uh, but a lot of the astro- astronauts up there just basically like are basically acting on emotion, on on impulses. I mean, to the point where like you know they they when they finally encounter the aliens, you know it's like they generally don't don't trust them, and they think that you know like they're it's like you know we've got to like think about Earth, Earth first and everything, and it's like no, it's like you've got these aliens who can like annihilate you like at, at a moment's notice, and 
like you're tr- and you're doing these um evil these screwy things behind their backs like um like dissecting one of their um like um one of their servants in order to get uh try and get a message back to earth and that's kind of like oh man that's no don't do that i mean the only reason they're able to uh, avoid that is because one of their um crew members has been um slowly turned into one of the alien slowly turned into part alien due to a plot complication from 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 early on in the series it's like it's i mean like these like i mean like these humans just like just like just just really do a lot of dumb like uh, like unadvisable things it's like over like over the course of their over like while they were in space and interacting with the aliens and uh, at one point it's even revealed that one of the uh, more paranoid um like humans like has also been um, off his meds for for a while as well because he doesn't see the point like in, in taking them as well it's like and um and it's also but it's also like i mean this is willet he's like their chief engineer and um it's a really inconsistent char- characterization as well in the sense that you know he's um he's established in the uh like one of the prologue issues um, reprinted in volume five to be like kind of one of those like um like idiosyncratic uh, like um, geniuses guy who gets shit done even if you're not sure exactly how he does it but um like and that that works well in the prologue but in the uh series proper he's just like kind of being presented as a pair like as that kind of a paranoid hothead so it's like it's ridiculous it's like and it's like and there's also the uh like the mysterious um geologist rowan who uh, is talked talked up a lot like early on and you don't find and you'd never exactly find out um what he what his issue was i mean he's kind of presented as something of a scumbag in his prologue story and then you find out that uh, oh apparently he may have tried to uh, kill everyone at some point in the series which is why he was why he was murdered by um by major drum and it's like dude it's like how how could you people have not how could the people selecting um the uh the members um for the clock not have seen this like beforehand and it's like it's like the uh the human like I said, the human drama on board the Clark is more, it's more often ridiculous than anything else, especially uh, when they, they uh, make the uh, call to, oh, the aliens are going to cut and run. Like after they've tried to, uh, after we've helped them out, oh no, we're going to go and burn, burn them up. It's like one of the things we find out about the aliens is that yes, they did cause the, uh, like the um, universe destroying um, cataclysm that everyone's now facing. But at the same time, though, they're trying to stop it as well. And um, when uh, the humans on board the Clark find a way to um, save a couple hundred million years off their trip, um, the aliens are grateful. But you know, it's like they also, uh, but when, but they also, they're also just gonna like you know like continue to keep building new um, structures like in future systems in order to keep. Um, eating away at this thing and then when the humans find out that oh wait you're not here to save us oh well fuck you it's like you're just gonna cut and run it's like you're just gonna we're gonna like um like screw you over for that and it's just bullshit it's ridiculous stuff i mean like i said with the uh all all the stuff involving the humans of the clark um basically works only if you assume that they're horrible selfish people and there you go. 
So, um, for the stuff on Earth, like I said, there's it's it's good soap opera. I mean, like yeah, we get World War Three started in Volume Three, but there, but like I said, there's lots of um, lots of twists and um, turns in, in there, like to keep to keep you entertained. But and those are, uh, if not believable, or at least grounded in the logic of the story. And as I was rereading this, I I realized that you know like um, that blood is he's really a great leader. I mean, very, very human who's someone who is committed doing the right, the right thing, even if it's the hard thing uh, as well. And there are some moments when, like when he, like at the end of volume three, when he realizes that, you know, he's done everything he can do and that, you know, humanity is still screwed as a result. And he's just staring off into the space, just horrified at what's going to happen next. And that's, that's, that's relate. That's, that's immensely relatable. And then in volume four, when he's given the task of um, determining, you know, what humans are going to survive, like this cata- cat- the impending cataclysm, it's like, you know, it's like he, like he's horrified by it, but he also steps up as well. And then in, as we come to the final volume, volume six, which is appropriately titled the end, you know, it's like when um, he realizes that, you know, like these people aren't going to be saved. It's like he realizes, okay, you know, it's like humanity is dead, but you know we're gonna face our he- face our end with our heads held high, with um, everyone like doing what they can in order to um, you know to make, make sure our end is met with dignity. Um, I don't want to get political here, but it's kind of um, relative to. But a couple months ago, I talked about the um, cameo of our current great president um, in Inuyashiki. And um, how it was basically exactly what I would expect from him, but um, in letter forty-four, um, Blada's reaction to the impending end of humanity is what I would genuinely hope for. It's like in our president. I mean, the stuff that, the stuff that he says, like he he basically says, you know, hey, we've got to we got to commit, like we've got to make sure that. You know, Everything that normal service is maintained, that um, people uh, that the lights remain on, and if that and um, people and like people providing essential services are still doing their jobs. If they can't do their jobs, they should be shamed into doing doing them. And also, you know, hey, we need to provide like you know like a constant you know stream of entertainment in order to uh, um, get people to uh, you know just. Just you know, just like face the end calmly without you know things descending in, into chaos. And yeah, there's we're told by like you know some craziness happening, but um, in the end, you know it's like it's like you know thing he does his like he does his best you know trying to prevent a um like an honorable rational um like um he, um head 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 held high approach to the end. And even when he gets the um hope that um things are that there might be some way out of this that um, that he's going to uh, provide some he, in the end at the end of the story when he finds out that you know hey there may be a way out it's like he does his best to just you know like you know calmly and rationally offer some hope to the people who are immediately available so that's that's what I like I mean the stuff involving blood is like in like in the final volume and in the course of the series as a whole offers um like genuine hope as well um with the in the final volume it's like i mean it generally doesn't do a lot to change my opinion of the series and yeah it's like it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous 
kind of dumb. Is it entertaining? Yeah. I mean, it's the kind of entertaining that you might like feel kind of guilty about when you think about it at the end. And also the, uh, I mean, like the final volume doesn't really do anything to change, change my opinion of how the, uh, like the antitrust on the people, the crew, the Clark are just genuinely horrible beings. So there you go. But also there's, there's, I also kind of wonder just like, you know, like how, how, like whether or not like um soul's approach to the material was um like all that credible as well i mean it's i mean while he acknowledges that you know like the uh the aliens are trying to uh you know like fix their mistake the uh like the actions in the text basically um have everyone acknowledging them as being like villains it's like and you know it's like okay yes they screwed up and a good good portion of the universe is like is fucked over as a result, but you know, they're still trying to fix it. And you know, the cre- people in the series just can't realize that. I mean, even at the post prologue, when they acknowledge that, that the, the one surviving alien, um, is trying to go out and, um, save what's left of the universe. And it takes like several humans as, and several humans go along with them as well. It's like that, that's treated as being like, it's a, as not an honorable thing, but as a cultish thing. It's like, Man, that's it's really messed up right there. So, so on one hand, it's like, yeah, it's like Letter Forty Four is it's like is entertaining, like in that kind of reptile brain, like you know, don't think too hard about it, um, like um, way, but um, but also it's like I kind of wonder, it's like you know, you know, it's like just just how much of um Soul's intention, it's like um was really all that good in the first place so i don't know it's like it's one of those things where it's like you know if the series is made into a uh, a tv series or a series of movies that's be better as a tv series i can see lots of ways to improve on it um in its current um six volume form um i don't know it's like i i don't regret um buying this but I will acknowledge that there's, um, it's like, the, it definitely has lots of problems. It's like, like I said, it's got, there's, there's plenty of good soap opera and there's bad, there's bad soap opera as well. And, um, I'd like to end this by saying like the good soap opera, soap opera outweighs the bad, but you know, they're honestly really kind of even. So I don't know, flip a coin. It's like if you, if you come across, um, volume one, like I, at a good, good um nice sale um somewhere like say um wondercon this weekend um then you know give it a shot it's like otherwise eh. it's like you know it's like there's a, there's plenty of other fish in the sea so john um any uh random thoughts from your end about all this so that doesn't really sound like a recommend at all to me hmm. like i said man flip a coin yeah so uh, that sounds like a uh, choose at your own risk thing. Yes, if it's on sale, the risk might be less. Very but, much so. All right, you know what you're going to talk about next time. Okay. Well, assuming we um things things align properly, my good friend Steve will be back to talk about um Genshiken, um second season, like in two weeks. So. 
So we'll see how that goes. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. Right, later. Bye.